Welcome to Backchat, where we discuss various topics making the news and ask the questions that need to be asked. Nothing is off limits and no questions are deemed inappropriate as we look to lift the lid and dig deep into the issues making the headlines. My name is Bobby M and this is Backchat. In this episode, we're discussing food, glorious food. Now, whether you're a sneaky snacker or a mega meal muncher, all human beings need food to survive. And it's definitely true that food makes the world go round. A recent survey done by CNN Travel ranked 10 of the world's top cuisines. And uh, we'll be talking about that list shortly. But the question I have for my panelists today is what are your top three world cuisines and why? We'll be talking food. So let's get started. Jazz, Mandeep, Jeets, welcome along. Nice to have you back for another episode of Back Chat. How have you been? Hello. All good. All good. So food, a topic I'm sure close to all of our hearts. And uh, let me start by, let's talk about food. What makes a good dish? What is it about food? And what is it that makes that dish something that you absolutely love? Jeets, I'm coming to you first. What is it? What are the elements of a good dish for you? Um, probably the look and look of it as well as obviously something, something smells good, hopefully tastes good. Okay, good. That's a sensible start. I like that. Mandeep, anything to add to that? So it's got to look good. It's got to smell good. Yeah, he hasn't mentioned the taste yet. Obviously, that's yeah, not important. Yeah, Jeets is correct. You know, you eat with your eyes first. Yeah, for sure. But of course, flavor, uh, ingredients, um, you know, even cooking techniques to enhance the flavor. And of course, at the end, how it's presented. Jazz, what about you? We're having we're having fairly generalistic comments so far from these two. They don't want to commit to anything. Give me some details, mate. What makes a good dish? Nail it for me. A good dish. Um, well, I mean, Mandy mentioned flavour. I mean, it's got to it's got to taste nice. Yeah, that's that's the number one uh, priority, I think, um, in what makes a good dish. But I think it also depends on how you view food. You know, if you're so you personally, food, you tell me what makes a good dish for you. Forget the general comments. What does it for jazz? What is that flavor? For what me, is yeah. well, I mean, for, for me, it's the, it can be any, you know, it doesn't matter what the cuisine is. Yeah? As long as it's something that um, I think, especially, you know, with traditional dishes, uh, something that you know um, has a concept behind it, has tradition behind it, um, has a way of cooking behind it, uh, techniques behind it. I think that's what makes it more than, you know, otherwise you've got your beans on toast, sort of. Uh, you yeah, know, but what you just said, that, that, could, that could mean a haggis. A haggis has got tradition behind it, yeah, culture behind it, it cooking be. technique. It can, it, can, it can be, yeah. It, it, you know, something that, um, for me, it has principles behind it. Um, yeah. And that, that's, what, that's what I would say makes um, a good dish. Yeah. Um, See, for me, a haggis just wouldn't, from, wouldn't appeal. I mean, so haggis it, for me doesn't it, haggis for me doesn't appeal, but that's. But there's got to be something because, else. But that's because you've got you know how many dishes are there? There's a multitude of dishes out there, uh, but then haggis will appeal for, to to someone else. Yeah, but I'm talking um, about you. What's going to appeal for you? But then it's because of flavour. It's because of flavour and taste that you look for, um, yeah. as your guide. And yeah. then and what is that? But, and what is that flavour and taste that you look for, Jazz? For me specifically, um, it has to be food that. Um, you know, especially when, you know, we'll come on to types of cuisine later, but I think um, something that has um, spices uh, in, mm. in the mix, uh, yeah. something that is, not, something is not, not, not bland. Yeah. Um, and this, you know, that's something that I'd 
probably look for in a dish um, yeah as a as you know as a if you were coming up with one criteria yeah yeah sole criteria for coming up now we mentioned at the outset that cnn travel had recently ranked the world's top 10 cuisines and i'm going to go through that top 10 list now uh and then we'll discuss it so at number 10 they had the usa number nine they had mexico number eight thailand number seven was greece six was india five was japan four was spain three was france two was china and number one was Italy. And uh, in doing a bit of research for this episode, I looked around at a few different websites and a few different polls and Italy consistently came out as the world's number one cuisine. Um, So we'll discuss that in a minute. But first of all, Mandy, let me ask you with that top 10, is there anything there that surprises you? Anything that's, uh, you know, made you wonder, oh, that's a bit odd. I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah, USA. I mean, I thought, where the hell did (laughs) USA come in the top 10? Yeah. Uh, and also, I was a bit surprised that Thai cuisine was very, it wasn't right there at the top. I think that yeah. was a surprise. Yeah. You know, and what about personally. you, Jeets? Any surprises there for you? So Thailand came in at number eight. And uh, for me, same as Mandy, USA yeah, I, at number 10. I'm thinking, what is a USA cuisine? It's just burgers and chips, surely. Yeah. Uh, but any surprises there for you, Jeets? Yeah, I agree with uh, Mandy about Thailand. Should have been higher. Um, I think the surprise is the French cuisine being so high. But people love French food, though, don't they? It's like, you know, it epitomizes fine dining French food. I actually don't um, know anyone who loves French food. We're obviously not into fine dining, mate. Oh, we're more into. <laughs> I'm in this French restaurant, like any, anything like that. I've never yeah. seen it. I understand yeah. Italian food, is, obviously, is going to be the top cuisine. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I agree with you. I mean, I've, I've had very few French dishes and look, being a, a Punjabi guy with a big appetite, I mean, French food, I reckon I'd eat the starter, uh, the main and the dessert, and I'd still be waiting for my main um, because it just wouldn't fill me up. I mean, there's more space on that plate than anything else. There's less food yeah. on there. It's almost like, is this somebody else's plate? Because you've left a few crumbs on there. Um, not to disrespect the food. I mean, it, it tastes great. But, you know, the, the food on a, on a plate of French cuisine is more likely to get stuck between my teeth than make its way to my stomach. Um, so for me, that, that doesn't really cut it uh, as nice as it is. Uh, for me, one of the notable exclusions from that list of 10 was Vietnamese food because uh, Vietnamese cuisine is very popular as well. And we've got a number of restaurants here in Australia. I'm sure it's the same there in the UK uh, where Vietnamese food is extremely popular. So I was quite surprised not to see that one uh, making the list. Uh, So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to ask you your top three world cuisines and we'll go from three to one. So Mandy, first of all, what would be your top three uh, world cuisines? If you had to rank them, what would you say? It's very difficult to rank the three. I could give you the three without any... No, you've got to rank it. We want to make it difficult, mate. We've got to make it hard for you. You've got to rank it. We're going to put you on the spot here. All right. I, I guess I would be, um, for the third place, it would uh, probably be um, Italian, I think. Okay. Uh, sec- uh, second would be Thai, and you know, first, obviously, would be Indian okay yeah interesting yeah very difficult but i think yeah and what is it so again you've picked italian in your top three what is it about italian food that you like italian food is uh, simple uh, the flavors shine out uh, and and uh, it has a universal uh, appeal to all palates you you also find it in most uh, um, menus for kids 
it's always there. Pizza is always there. Excellent. Mandeep, um, thanks for that. And we'll go to Jazz next. Jazz, your top three world cuisines in reverse order, please. Top three. Um, three, I will go for Mexico, Mexican cuisine. Uh-huh. Um, the two, top two, I could switch. Um, first and second quite easily. Um, I'm going to get you to pick, mate. I'll, What's your second? And I'll, and I'll pick, um, second, I'll pick um, Italian. First, I'll go Indian, but they could switch quite easily. Yeah. Okay. So again, Italian there. Uh, Indian food. So obviously Indian you've picked first and uh, Mandeep's picked Indian first. Obviously from a cultural perspective, there's probably uh, a good reason why you've picked that. It's obviously food that you've grown up with uh, and you continue to eat and enjoy. But what is it about Indian food that does it for you? Why is that? The thing about Indian food, and it's the same with pretty much all the other cuisines, that there's a lot of regional differences. Um, And so you're going to get differences between states that have different foods, different cuisines, different techniques. Uh, It's probably the same for all all the ones that I've chosen. I don't know about the French because I don't know anyone that eats French food. Um, It's it's, it's pretty much a load of nonsense. But Indian food, you'll get differences between um, different states and different textures and different techniques. And it's the same with Italian cuisine as well because what a lot of people get hooked up on is that they think Italian cuisine is just pizza and pasta. Mm-hmm. Um, but each each area in Italy will have its own specialities. Like Bologna, for example, is considered the food capital of the world quite, you know, quite often um, by a number of experts. Uh, mm-hmm. And the food of Bologna, you won't get anywhere else. Uh, and it's you know, the food of Tuscany, for example. Um, but then that differs uh, from the food of Naples. So it, it's, it's very regional specific. Um, so I think that's why all three of them that I've chosen is, is there's, a, there's regional differences in terms of the food. But what I think a lot of people get confused about is that they go with according to whatever the, they're getting in their own country rather than what's there in the actual country. Mm, I'm, to, cuisine, I'm, I'm starting yeah. to think Jazz is an Italian. I remember a few podcasts back, he was a big fan of The Godfather. Now <laughs> he's singing the phrase of Italian food. <laughs> I think we need to the check God, his passport. Godfather's from uh, New York. <laughs> Jazz Corleone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Cheat, same question to you. Top three world cuisines. My, my third choice is actually not on the rankings, and I'm, I'll surprise you, admit it, um, would be Lebanese food, which is very popular, okay. especially here in the UK. Um, Interesting. That'd be my third choice. Uh, my second choice would be Mexican. Mm-hmm. And obviously, first choice is going to be probably all the way around. It's going to be Indian. <laughs> okay, no surprise there. But what I will yeah. ask you about is Mexican, because obviously Jazz picked Mexican as well as his third choice. And uh, you've mentioned it as your second choice. What is about Mexican food? Now, Mexican is proper comfort food, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and I guess uh, when you think about street food, Mexican, you know, it's easy to eat. It's in your hands. You get stuck in, um, and it's just simple, isn't it? Simple, yeah. so so rich in flavour. Cook easy to cook as well. If you're going to make it at home, um, mm. I need to be like Michelin star chef or anything to make it at home. <laughs> when there's complicated recipes. Yeah, and which dish in particular, Mexican, is the one that uh, gets you? I probably have to be any of the meats, meat, the meat stuff like the fajitas or. Um, uh, burrito that kind of thing not not yeah. really much of the rice based stuff but yeah and have you ever been out to mexico and had the uh, traditional mexican fare there or 
not not uh, I've only been to Cancun, so it wouldn't be the traditional thing there. More touristy, yeah, sure. Uh, Jazz, I think you've been to Mexico a few times, haven't you? Have you been to Mexico? Have you been there yeah, for a while? Yeah, I've worked there for a year. Yeah, um, so you must have had some of the tradition. How does that compare to what we get in the West? It's, um, it's nothing like it. <laughs> it's um, isn't it? It's weird. It was bizarre because I went there with preconceptions of what we have here. When I got there, it was totally different. Yeah. When I came back. I was looking for that type of food. You, you could find it in some pockets in America, maybe, yeah, um, yeah. where the borders are. But you mm. know, the, the re- that's why that's what I was talking about earlier about the regional differences. The regional cuisines there, there's, there's certain types of food that you won't get um, elsewhere, and that, that's that, that's what I think appeals appeals to me about. Mm. Good. Okay, uh, I had a bit of a think about this myself, and I was thinking about my top three, and uh, I had as third would be Thai food. Uh, second, I love Malaysian food. I don't know why. Malaysian food, I absolutely love. Um, and they do the roti. The Malaysian-style roti is just sensational. I don't know if you've had it before, but uh, beautiful food. And number one, again, like the rest of you, sorry to be typical, sorry to be boring, uh, but for me, Indian food has got by far more depth, more flavor, and more layers of taste than any other cuisine I've had. Um, so for me, Indian food would uh, do it every single time. Love it. Um, unashamedly uh, delicious food although probably um, the way it's made in the west is probably not the best in terms of calories and your health Um, and a lot of the dishes should come with a health warning but you know I'm not sure if that's any different back in India Jazz you're our our regional expert (laughs) so maybe you could tell us about you know the health benefits of regional Indian food um well it depends on depends on how it's how it's made i guess um but i think um it's not i mean you're going to get it um in a variety of unhealthy ways as well uh so you know it, it really depends on 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 how it's cooked uh, to answer your question so we've spoken about your favorite foods um worldwide in terms of the worst dish let's take it to the other end of the scale now uh, what's the worst dish you've ever eaten? Uh, Mandy, we'll start with you. <laughs> worst dish. I remember this was a university and the third year went to the refectory for lunch. So I thought, all right, I said, I'll, I'll pick a burger. So I picked a burger. I said, I'll have a, a nice cheeseburger. So I went there <laughs> and uh, the lady asked me what relish, cheese or the normal relish. I said, burger. I said, cheese. So she poured some cheese and I looked at it. Anyway, I went down, sat, and I took a bite, and it was blue cheese. <laughs> and my God, <laughs> it was like putting a sock in your mouth. <laughs> so, worst dish ever. Yeah. I still remember it. Blue cheese is definitely a acquired taste. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. very, yeah. So, not a fan of blue cheese. Jeets, what about yourself? What's the worst dish you've ever had? Where well, it be sushi. Oh, really? You're not a fan of sushi? Sushi's really popular and funky and, uh, you know, popular, yeah, think. Think yeah, it's no doubt, but it's very popular, but not really my kind of thing. Yeah. And why is it? Is it because it's cold and slimy or is there Ooh. another reason? Just no flavor. Raw as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind it if you've got a bit of wasabi on there, because as you can tell from my favorite cuisines, you know, Thai, Malaysian, Indian, I love a bit of a kick. So you put enough wasabi on there and, uh, you know, it burns your nostrils. And for me, I love that sensation. Uh, same with mustard. You know, when you have heaps of mustard on a hot dog, <laughs> I love that feeling. Um, good. Jazz, we'll come to you. What's your worst dish ever? Worst dish ever? Oh, this, was a, this was a bit of a classic. Uh, 
I remember it was a, we were in school and we got taken to Brunei University for the, to see the computer science department, and they fed us moussaka. Uh, and I don't <laughs> eat aubergine. I've never liked aubergine. I still hate it now. Um, I don't even like looking at it. Uh, and, I, and I ate that, and I felt sick. And for the rest of the day, I just I just felt absolutely sick, and I was just oh, that ruined everything. Yeah. Yeah. Moussaka. I made moussaka once at school. We had to do it as home economics. And I remember I had to go, we had a, a football match after school. And when I took it home, my moussaka, it actually smelled and tasted like the boys changing rooms. <laughs> and I've never forgotten it. And since that time, like you, I've been off it. So yeah, I, I've got to agree with you. Moussaka is one of those dishes that uh, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan. And aubergine, as a kid, I hated it because it was just sloppy, sloshy. Uh, no texture for me texture is one of the most important parts of a decent dish and i know i asked you at the beginning what's the elements of a good dish for me it'd have to be texture because uh, i hate soft slushy sloppy food i just d- don't get on with it i hate it um, it's got to have a bit of a crunch a bit of a bite a bit of a chewiness to it for it to be uh, enjoyable so um, yeah that's uh, in terms of my worst dish i, I don't know I, I actually went on a work trip um to asia and it was in Singapore, and they've got some interesting food out in Singapore. I've got to say, Singapore food is fabulous, but it's a melting pot of food from different uh, countries. Um, and I ended up having uh, what turned out to be pig's intestines and chicken's feet. And I tell you, I was with some work friends, and it's not the sort of uh, uh, environment where you can just say, what the hell is this? I'm not having it. I had to sit there and actually chew it and i'm thinking in my head all i'm thinking is what the hell am i eating what the hell am i eating um but yeah pig's intestines for me was probably the worst thing not because it tasted bad it tasted actually quite all right it was a bit powdery uh on the inside of it but um it's just knowing what you're eating i think sometimes that's the worst thing but uh, yeah definitely for me that was a the worst thing uh good okay what we're going to do now i'm going to finish with one final question for each of you Uh, And you're going to have to use your imagination here. And it's a bit morbid. Let's pretend you're on death row. Okay. And, you know, it's your time to go. You've got uh, another couple of hours before uh, it's time for you to depart this world. And you've been given the choice of ordering your final meal. Okay. What's it going to be? Jazz, I'm going to come to you first. Your final meal. So obviously it's got to be your favorite dish of all time. And you're allowed to pick your entree, your main and your dessert, mate. So go for it. What's it going to be? I'll go for, um, forget the starters. Yeah, We'll leave those out. Um, I'll go for two dishes. Butter chicken, about 10 naan, <laughs> dal makhani and some gulab jamuns. And yeah, I'll be God. happy. You'll be happy. I reckon you'll be full after the butter chicken. Though. That's always exactly. the problem with Indian food. As soon as you start eating it, you know, your eyes are bigger than your appetite and you're full after the first dish. So, uh, yeah, okay, butter chicken. Jeets, what about you? Yeah, butter chicken was probably my choice as well. But um, uh, for dessert, it probably have to be, if we're going Indian dessert, probably have to be some sort of gulf, gulfi. I think Malai is probably my favourite. Yeah, okay. So pretty lightweight, mate. You don't eat much. I mean, is that um, it? It's going to be your last meal on the planet. If you're having it with fresh naan, it's quite heavy. Yeah, okay. Mandy, what about you? Right, now, it, it depends. If I'm on, on death row, whether I'm at that point a vegetarian or pescatarian. So it all <laughs> depends on that. So if I am a, non, if I'm a non-veg when I'm at death row, it will have to be home-cooked 
chicken curry with rice you know mm. definitely but if i am a pescatarian it'll have to be i'll have to tell my mom to cook her scotch eggs and chips scotch <laughs> <laughs> eggs and chips love it yeah uh, and, and you were a vegetarian for a while weren't you now you're a pescatarian is that right yeah so yeah you eat fish now so what would you do, I do. in terms of a, a moral dilemma you're on death row it's your last day on the planet yeah. Uh, would you would you stick to being a pescatarian or would you think ah you know what <laughs> this is it for me i'm pretty much cooked <laughs> myself i might as well go to town and order some ribs I mean, what no do? i'll stick I'll, I'll go with the scotch eggs so you'd stick to your pescatarian what my diet is yeah at that yeah. point yeah i wouldn't yeah, change last minute yeah, it's the last thing you'd want is to try something different and end up getting diarrhea <laughs> it wouldn't matter would <laughs> especially it? on death row <laughs> But that would wouldn't be, be the, the most fashionable way to leave the planet. Yeah, for the guys cleaning up, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, leaving a trail of destruction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. In terms of my final dish, I'm not sure. Um, I reckon I'd just order heaps and just pick it. I don't think I'd be going in any order. So I'd order some uh, toffee popcorn with got to be there uh, with heaps of ice cream, um, salted caramel flavor. It'd have to be a big, thick milkshake. Um, Food-wise, what else? Rasmalai. I love rasmalai, the Indian dessert. A nice, creamy, beautiful dessert. Some jalebis. Um, and look, if I've got any appetite left, uh, I reckon some tandoori chicken with some fresh, warm, fluffy naan. Uh, and you know what? I'm happy to go and meet my maker after that. Uh, i probably have a bit of indigestion, but hey, we can sort that out when we get there. But for me, it's got to be comfort food and, uh, you know, I'll be safe. And they do that, don't they? In America, when people are on death row, I mean, they bring out heaps of food, don't they? Um, so, yeah, I think I'd uh, probably get away with that. But, um, yeah, good. All right, guys, thank you. That was really interesting. So thanks for sharing your opinions on uh, your favorite cuisines in the world. And uh, I guess uh, Italy. Uh, overall was the most popular one as it featured obviously if we take away our cultural choice of Indian food there which I guess we grew up with I guess Italian food probably is the number one uh, cuisine in the world so thanks for your opinions and uh, thank you for listening join us again soon for another episode of Back Chat where we go behind the headlines and beyond the boundaries to uncover the facts and discuss the real stories behind the news until next time goodbye for now